I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Kid Nation, bitch. 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 Kid, kid, kid Nation, bitch. Hello! Um, this is Batch Bitch. My name's Naomi. And I'm Danielle. And welcome to Batch Bitch. Um, it's the podcast where we talk about reality television. Um, and I'm sorry I screwed up that intro. Um, but we're in the same room and it's freaking me out. That's like the first time in like three months. That I fucked it up? No, that oh. that we've, <laughs> we've been in the same room to record a podcast. I know. You look way better than I remember. Thank you. In 3D. Potentially I look better, way better than you than I did when you saw me last time because I've used the mermaid hair weaver. You have used waver, a mermaid hair wave um, device. I gave it a go. It's fallen out a little bit now because I don't really like hair product because it makes me feel oily. But I also had oily hair so I should have put it in but I didn't even have any because I don't buy it. So Maybe you should just get hair product that doesn't... Make your hair oily. It's not the oil. It's just, it makes me feel like I've got gunk in my hair. Mm. So I just don't like it. Um. Well, anyway, it's nice to see you. <laughs> nice to see you too. We did see each other the other night, but. But was... it was for leisure, not That's for a true. podcast. When's the last time we hung out not to do a podcast? Well, the other night, okay? <laughs> no, before that, <laughs> it was like, what, a year know. or something? <laughs> a long time. <laughs> But we did. We watched a new favorite YouTube favorite, Your and then YouTube, watched a movie. Your favorite? Okay. Well, my favorite, Jono's favorite, Mark's favorite. Yes. Your was nemesis or something. <laughs> I don't understand. You like her? If not, you wouldn't have watched so much of it. Yeah, it draws you in. It's called Kay's Cooking. Um, she cooks. She's from Scotland, and it's bad. Okay, the, the cooking is terrible. Yes, but the best the, the best thing about it is that she. She genuinely, she's so wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some, yeah, I know that, you know, she's got some stuff going on, but she's pretty wholesome. In her videos, she's very wholesome. Yeah. In her videos, she's very wholesome. And the food is so bad. And like, no offense to Scottish people, but nary a green to be found. <laughs> no, it is, it is Which bad Which was my Scottish experience of standards. Scotland. <laughs> yes. No, I was... Yeah, when I was there, I was dying. We kept on going to Nando's over and over to just to find some green. Just some lettuce. Yeah. <laughs> what did you do? How did you get around and go to the shops? Oh, you know, I eat a lot of yellow and brown anyway, so I was fine, you know. That's true. You're in that- your natural habitat pie. Yeah. <laughs> I could survive for some time. Yes. But then I remember going to Splendor in the Grass afterwards and seeing a Scottish girl in line for a burger. And then she asked for a burger, but no lettuce, no tomato, leaving just meat, cheese, and bread. And I was like... Really? That is gourmet compared to the time <laughs> Kay tried to make a Big Mac. Yeah. Which was just meant <laughs> not seasoned in a bun, no sauce. <laughs> and no other ingredients. But there were two patties. 
Oh, uh, no, it was originally one patty, but then it wasn't cooking, so she sort of The patty is just a half. lump of minced meat. Yes, <laughs> no flavouring, and she sort of, like, lets it stew in the pan for a bit. It's so well. funny because, like, a burger is one of the things where you actually probably don't want it to cook all the way through. You want it to be pink in the middle, but she just cuts it in half with a spatula. Yeah. And then smushes it down onto the pan. Okay. I love that lady. I also like what I like about her is that she has these things called piss take videos where she sort of is like, haha, look at me, I'm making fun of like this is stupid, isn't it? But then all of her cooking is bad. So bad. But she doesn't know. It upsets me. Yeah. You know what really upset me was when she made she tried to make special fried rice and she didn't boil the rice. She yeah. just put it in the pan with oil uh. and garlic. And whatever else she put in it. And then her, she gave it to her son to taste test it. And he's like, the rice is crunchy. <laughs> and she yeah. said, yeah, because I cooked it a bit long. No, Kay, okay. It's because you didn't cook it at all. Poor Kay. <laughs> she just doesn't know. She Why did doesn't a, she know? She did a, like a prawn risotto <sighs> that I watched. And it had like, I'm pretty sure it was just like prawns, onion. And like chickens. I don't even know if it had chicken stock. It might have just been water. No like wine or anything. I've never had, I'm not big on prawns. Like yeah. every like risotto I've ever made has been like a mushroom risotto when it always is like, you know, putting like wine in first, cooking that off, and then adding like chicken stock in slowly and doing it. And she cooked it in the <laughs> oven. <laughs> I mean, it sounds better than most of her meals already. <laughs> that did she wet the the risotto rice, whatever it is? She did. She well, poured that's in good. lots of liquid. That's and great. And just, I guess it cooked in the oven. That's already know. better than the fried rice. Fried rice is insane. I did love. She did a um, <laughs> she did a spring roll, which consisted of like I think like off cuts of like potato, carrot, and cabbage, mm-hmm. in in phyllo pastry with two minute noodles. Which was... I can't... See, this is what upsets me. You showed it to Mark and then he watches it before bed and I feel so <laughs> sick. I feel sick watching it. And he's like, be nice. She's a nice lady. I'm like, she can be nice. But that doesn't mean I'm not... Don't feel sick. Hi. It's Kay. <laughs> I'm, I'm back. back cooking again. <laughs> she always loses her voice. Anyway, we're not here to talk about fucking Kay. Sorry. I can't handle it anymore <laughs> although i do recommend watching a few of them because it is astounding it is great i do love <laughs> rainbow cake which is layers of cake khaki colored <laughs> khaki colored cake <laughs> and then in a different video she referenced it she said the rainbow cake turned out well and i was like what what are you talking about <laughs> um okay so what we're actually here to talk about is um we, Kid Nation. We do we have to should we say quickly that you moved house too? I moved house. Yes. Okay. Now we'll talk about <laughs> Kid Nation now. <laughs> Why do we? Have- <laughs> I don't know. It just seems they like should big, know. I don't know. It seems like something that's like well, that's a big thing that you just did. You had to move house. I hate moving house. It's a big yeah. I'm thing. very scattered and just in. You know, I'm in a mood. I'm in a mood. Okay. It's too much. I hate okay, it. We don't have to talk about the moving house then. We will just talk about it. So we've <laughs> just, what we've decided to do. I'm very happy to have like undoxed myself though because I was very worried about um, how many descriptors I'd given of exactly where I lived. Oh. 
Ah, yes. Which was in Abbotsford above an IGA. And it's very obvious where that is. There's only one. Like, there's only one building above the IGA. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nobody would be able to... F- I mean, they could just wait. They would just wait. Yeah. I'd have to leave eventually. But now, where am I? I don't know. Bloody Mildura, for all you know. I would never come to Mildura. <laughs> I mean, not to record a podcast. I would go if there was a gig or something. Like to visit, maybe, or something. So, um, Mildura gig bookers, you heard it here first. Danielle will travel the five hours. For money, I will come. <laughs> you'll you'll go anywhere, okay. won't you? Yeah. You'll come anywhere as well. Um, <laughs> so, I'd like to apologize to anyone who listened to Book Cheat because I hadn't watched it yet. And then I was like, this is what we're going to be talking about on the podcast. And I described it as... A show, this is just off what you had told me and then I'd just okay. forgotten. I said I called it a show called Kid Rock. Oh, no. And then it was they send 40 children to a third world country to build a hospital. Oh, my God. You got so much wrong. <laughs> That's not it at all. And mine is... Did people message you about that or it, well, ha- no, that it hasn't only, aired yet? I think... I don't even know if it's come out yet. Yeah, okay. He said Tuesday. That's today. Yeah, that is today. Oh, I can't wait for the torrent of abuse. Um, but anyway, it's called Kid Nation. Do you want to? Yes. Okay. Introduce so it? it's so Kid Kid Nation. It is a show that aired. I don't really know when I was. Two thousand seven. Two thousand and seven. I was fifteen, which means I could have mm. partaken in the show. Wow. Okay. So this also means that the crush I had at the time it originally aired is fine. Well, we'll find out who it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so Kid Nation. So 40 children go into the desert. They're aged between 8 in and 15. In New Mexico. In New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, they're living in like an old western style town. Um, and basically the kids are left to fend for themselves. They have to form their own government, which um, essentially is chosen for them. They have a... Yeah. They, they have, don't even decide who's in charge. Yeah, four kids come in. Mm-hmm. And they are the town council. council. Um, we the kids don't know what's happening. By the way, they get driven in on a bus. They don't know. What do no. they find? What are they, they just, told? I don't. I have no idea what they're told. They just know <laughs> that they're off on an adventure or something. <laughs> um, they're off into the middle of the desert. They find out that they're going to be their own whatever. They're I can't, creating a town. They're trying to make a town work. Yeah, Bonanza is, City. It's never going to work because we also know that this is for 40 days. Yes. 40 kids for 40 days. and One kid per day. Yeah. Slowly peter <laughs> out. Also, there's one kid who from the get-go is seemingly just like, this doesn't sound like a good idea. <laughs> I don't think that I'm ready for this. Who's that? Jimmy. Oh, little Jimmy. Oh, my God. Jimmy is if Tarzo was a human boy. <laughs> what are you saying about my son? That he's sweet. <laughs> Jimmy made me want to cry. Okay. Because Jimmy was often found crying. Jimmy, this poor little eight-year-old boy is just crying. And he's like, I, I want to see my see my mum and my dad. Yeah, he says, I think I'm too young for this. He's like, I'm eight. I'm in the third grade. Oh. Um, so should we start with the town council? Yes. Okay, so the town council is made up of... So, the okay, all the kids are driven in on a bus. Then mm-hmm. the host of the show tells them the what's They're only adult happen. on screen. Yeah. Josh, is that his name? I do not know. I don't remember. Anyway, that sounds like a name a man would have. <laughs> um, 
he tells the kids what's happening and then he's like, and you'll have town council leaders. And then a helicopter lands mm-hmm. and the town council leaders get out, which introduces you to Mike, an 11-year-old who is a Boy Scout and has respect. And glasses. And glasses. He looks like a nerd. Yeah, and a little cowboy hat. He looks like the Milky Bar kid. Or he does. <laughs> um, then we have Taylor, a pageant queen. queen and uh, the she's thing 11? she says. 10. No, she's 10. Yeah. And she says she'd bring peace to Africa and Iraq. Iraq is the number one place that needs world peace. <laughs> yeah. Um, I should say I have watched the entire season and then I've had to go back and rewatch episodes to write notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I can say is that this was filmed in the time of the Bush administration and Taylor froths George Bush. <laughs> now you messaged me and you said Taylor is me and yes. that upset me. <laughs> Did you watch it though? Well, I think she's not that bad, but yeah, I've well, only watched... three episodes in. Yeah, I think she's a little bit lazy, which to be fair, that... That we have that in common. Um, and that, you know, she knows how to command a room. So respect to her. Yeah. But she clearly turns into a dictator. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why you make it sound? Um, then we have Anjay, who is a spelling bee champ. We find Hell nothing yeah. more out about him. Uh, yeah, he doesn't episode, speak much. Or the entire season. <laughs> Randomly, <laughs> they've decided uh, the South Asian kid doesn't need the limelight. <laughs> no, weird. <laughs> in 2007. Um, and lastly, we have Laurel, who is a respected school leader. And redhead. Yes. She says, I really believe in my own true beliefs and no one's going to make me think otherwise. We don't find out what any of those beliefs (laughs) are here. (laughs) But she has convictions, whatever they are. Um, Now, the name of the city that they've been allocated, city is a strong word, it's a town, Mm. um, is Bonanza City. Yeah. And it failed in 1885 or something. (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling that um, this town was built for this like i think it's yeah it's not a real there's no way it's real i was just like this is preserved perfectly (laughs) and just happened to have all these canned goods so the kids can eat oh i knew that they'd bought those (laughs) in because i was like if those were real canned goods they wouldn't be so pristine silver like the labels had just been peeled off them (laughs) you still see some of the paper (laughs) yeah (laughs) they'd have like i don't know stuff printed on. i don't know um so then basically all the kids, uh, they have like wild stock, like, sorry, not wild stock, livestock, like chickens and goats and mm-hmm. um, their luggage that they've got to take all the way into town, which seemingly is a long way away. Yeah. Um, we also find out as well, sorry, that there's going to be a town meet, town meetings and that um, the host tells just the council members that mm-hmm. there's going to be allocated, they'll be able to allocate a gold star which is two pounds of solid gold and is worth $20,000. That is a lot of money. Yes. Back Especially then. in 2007. Yes. So also I should let you know as well. Uh, well, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But um, I found out afterwards that basically the producer said you can either take the two pound gold star or you can take like the a check for $20,000. And most people chose the check, which is like obviously <laughs> the easy option. But gold... We googled how much that is that gold was worth now, and is worth a lot more. It's like triple oh, really? the value. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You have, but you have to wait so long. I mean, not really, because when you think about it, like the oldest kid is our age, so the youngest kid is like, I don't know, pretty young. <laughs> younger than us. Younger than us. Yeah. <laughs> Could put that into Could the be college fund. Younger than us. Could be That's twenty. True. You know? I was under the impression that they used, just used the same prop gold star. 
and then gave them a check for $20,000 after the show. I think they basically do use the same gold star. Yeah. <laughs> they're just like, take the check. You're telling me they have, what, 10 two-pound gold stars? Yeah, I reckon there's one kid who took the two-pound gold star, but I'll tell you who that is later. Oh, really? You've well, got later. so much insider info. Well, I'll just tell you when we get to it. can be easily found online. Um, uh, and this is where um, it's uh, things start to heat up um, with um, – so they're carting all their stuff to town and Mike, one of the leaders, is just telling everyone, come on, even though they just have to walk on a straight stretch of road. Yeah, there's road. He thinks he's like directing them or something. And yeah. then we see Greg, the 15-year-old, who is – I'm guessing the one you had a crush on. Yes. I <laughs> did have a crush on Greg when we when I first watched this show. <laughs> Called it straight away. Well, Considering he's the only boy. No, there's another fifth. There's another like, f- I think there's another two. I think there's like a 14. Yeah, but we don't know about him. Blaine and Michael. And had I, I think I might have only watched a few episodes when I was a kid. But had I seen later on, I think Blaine would have been a better choice because he seems nicer than Greg. Oh, really? Had I... If I could go back and be like, Danielle, don't have a crush on Greg. What about Michael? Michael seems nice. Yeah, Michael does seem nice. Blaine also seems nice, but Michael seems nice too. Michael has done an (laughs) Ask Me Anything on Reddit. AMA, is that what we call it? Really? Yeah. We've got to go through that. Anyway, sorry. We've got to go through that. All right, anyway, Mike's Mike's like, come on, guys. And Greg's like, you're not fucking doing anything. He doesn't swear. Um, And and then he's like, what? And he's like, try carding this. And it's funny because Greg is pulling the whole thing and then he puts Mike in front of it and he cannot... Can't Move do it, it. Can't do it, that little bitch. <laughs> little Milky Way bitch. It's fine that we're making fun of them, okay, because they're adults now and they were <laughs> children back then. Are they all adults? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The youngest would be, like, was eight. Would be 20. Yeah, so it's fine. Yeah, 21. Great. All right, great. Um, So they get to camp, etc. They've got to figure out some stuff. Figure out. they got to eat. Yeah, the goats get loose. The goats. Catch all the ghosts. Goats. <laughs> um, Taylor says... Here in the the kids' world, there is no President Bush. Oh, sorry. Here in the kids' world, there's no President Bush. There's nothing. <laughs> Beautiful. That's our first Bush quote from her. Or it's the first not Bush quote, but thing she says about Bush, which they will add up over time. <laughs> um, they try and start cooking. Is that where you are too? Yeah. Yeah. They try and start cooking. Nobody knows what's happening. They basically just got dry pasta in they the- put so much mac- macaroni in this big pot yeah they fill it two-thirds of the way just macaroni and cold water yeah put that on and we're talking at one of these big commercial size pots yeah luckily sophia is here sophia yeah. is immediately my favorite yes. what is she 15 14 yeah i think she's th- 13 or 14 yeah well wise beyond her years i have to say yes um i tried to find her online but i couldn't find much yeah, I think she's, she's in hiding. From there is one person who do you think has the Instagram who's easy to find? Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Well, Taylor, Taylor is a um, pageant queen. Yes. At we age did 10. try and find out because she's got like, a, I can't tell if it's like a husband or a partner or whatever. We did try and find out if they like voted for Trump or something, but oh. we couldn't see any of that. Well, I don't think you can blame a 10 year old for their political beliefs. No, but it would be funny all they if do she is grow up into. Oh, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be so that surprising either. Yeah. But, um, yeah, kids just tend to parrot whatever their parents say yeah. anyway. So, um, no one on this show is cancelled, is what I'm saying, because they're well, all children. children. <laughs> um, but Sophia is for sure my favourite. Um, so, she suggests they use a cookbook. 
and all the kids say, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> this perfectly preserved cookbook is also in this ab- abandoned <laughs> town. Yes. Um, so uh, and then the kids obviously start getting a bit upset because it's cold. It's a rundown old western town mm-hmm. and it's shit. Yeah, it's pretty shit. There's nothing to do. They've Basically, they've only got – they have nothing good and only chores. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, finally, we get to be the adults. <laughs> and then you find out <laughs> everything's a burden. Um, yeah. And then um, we go to day two and Sophia is just up early in the kitchen. She's just running shit. Yeah. She's taken control because somebody needed to take control. Yes. Somebody needed children. to take control. And thankfully it's a 14-year-old called Sophia. Yes. Um, and then they all get into a big fight about people eating too much because the bigger kids are taking so much food. Well, I mean... But the little kids are starving. Uh, <laughs> cook more food. <laughs> they don't. They definitely don't have not enough food. What do you mean? Well, like they could just cook more food. I guess. they. they there's no way that the producers <laughs> and staff will like ration out the food to these children. Well, I don't know. Maybe now's a good time food. for you to talk about um, the contracts that the parents had to sign. Okay, yes. But I can also <laughs> say that Michael confirmed that there was no issue with the food. There was oh, right. plenty okay. of food. So that is just people not cooking enough food. Okay, Which great. I assume because it's day two will be sorted out over time. Yes. Um. So... Uh, the contracts, uh, which I'm not... <laughs> so basically the contract said that um, if anything would happen to you, if you, say, fell down a mine shaft or there was a rock slide or any any danger or any injury in any way, um, including death, that no biggie. Um, not on, that's not on us. Right. Um, which I doubt would be enforceable, by the way. People love to t- tell you that, like, if you die in their care... You just sign away and yeah. then it's fine. There was also a point though where a one girl, she splattered oil on her face and got a burn. Um, but the producers or the camera crew or something like sort of coaxed her into saying like it's not that bad. So her family tried to like sue. Whoa. And then they had her on camera saying it's not that bad. So then it got thrown out. Um, but that's also why season two didn't take off. Also because another kid drank bleach, but whatever. What? Um, which isn't, that's not in the show. But yeah, apparently a kid drank bleach. It was DK. DK drank bleach. Apparently. Why? He didn't know. He was like, he'd, I think he'd cleaned something out with bleach. And so it wasn't like, it didn't do anything. Oh, he didn't drink like straight bleach. No. He just drank something that was like, yeah, had bleach in it. Bleach. Yeah. Oh, okay. But every, it's on the internet. Oh, he didn't like, drink bleach. He just they, drank a little bit of bleach diluted in something delicious probably. I, I don't know. That's fine. <laughs> I don't know. On the internet it just says he drank bleach. That's fucked. Yeah. Oh no. Um. Also, if anybody has an intimate relationship um, with anyone, they didn't say other children. They just said anyone, um, and that resulted in STIs or STDs, including AIDS. Um, that that they were like, what do you call it? Like, I'm not responsible yeah. for that, um, <laughs> or like distress or harm. Like, basically, why did these parents sign these yeah, contracts? Absolutely not. But anyway, it results in a fun show. And did the parents? So no one knew what the kids were doing. I don't think so. So what are the parents just like, yeah, take my kid for over a month. I think they were just like, here's a read. Your kid's going to be on TV. Fuck. Yeah, because on the last episode when the parents come to town, when they see the conditions, a lot of them are like, what (laughs) is happening? Because basically all these kids are sleeping on like a very thin 
like yeah fold out. It looks fucking freezing. Yeah, in these t- it would be horrible. Like I've been on scout oh. camps where it's been fucking freezing and I wanted to kill myself. Yeah, it sucks when it's fucking cold. Yeah. And I know that because I just moved house and I had to put foam strips along all the window. And I was so mad the first couple of days because it was so cold just from a draft coming in the house. I can't imagine being fucking 10 years old in this. And also, that sorry, but okay, so we're the same age as these kids. My mum never let me go anywhere without her where there were like other adults, you know, like unless she knew their parents really well, I couldn't like go to a sleepover, stuff like that. And I didn't get molested once. She had a hawk's, an eagle eye on me the whole time. <laughs> and I'm so thankful for that. <laughs> and it makes me very mad at these other parents for just being like, sure, just go off with this fucking production crew. Into the desert. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's pretty, cra- it's pretty crazy. Um, anyway, so they have a town meeting and Greg and Mike get into a little altercation oh my god it's so funny everyone's just screaming over the top of each other and greg tells mike you need to take control you need to take control and then mike just fucking snaps mike like does this thing that we're talking about what he's 12 or something he's 11 he's 11 yeah and he just sort of like does that thing where he puffs out his chest and puts his face as close to greg's face (laughs) as he can he's so much smaller than he's so much smaller and then and then he like shoves him or something and then Greg just pokes him in the chin. Yeah. Moving Mike entirely because he's so much smaller <laughs> and just like walks out jovially. It's And then Mike cries. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> if I was Mike, I'd cry too. And then Michael. Michael, who, the 14 year old. Michael, the 14 year old. He steps up and says, he makes a speech and he says that all we're doing this for kids to show that all the kids can work <laughs> together and that they're representing all the other kids and we've all got to do our jobs and pull our weight. And then he we're gets a round sh- of applause. We're here to show the world that kids can run a Western town. <laughs> that thing we've all been working towards our whole life. Um, but, and yeah. But it works. It works. They're all roused into freaking, my God. Yep. And then the council members go and read um, this book that's in this I don't know, council members meeting hall that only the council members can go to. And there's this book Mm -hmm. and they read like a chapter a day or every second day or something like that. Yeah, left by the previous um, inhabitants of Bonanza City. Curiously very well preserved again. (laughs) They Um, didn't even paint them with tea bags. No, it was was just like brown butcher's paper from the get-go with like (laughs) somebody who has nice handwriting with a permanent marker. (laughs) Um, They go read the book. And the the council member, for some reason, they said that their town failed and that they had to split their um, city up into groups and that the kids should do that too, even though their city failed. And I would say this (laughs) method doesn't seem like a great way. It seems like a way to create drama. Yeah, well, thank God. I mean, it's basically... Like putting people into classes. Into the, it's in, like putting people into houses at school. It's, yeah. It's literally that. It's just four colours. Yeah. So there's... I was in green my entire life. What about you? Um, I was in Francis, which was blue. Mm, blue. Classic. We had... My school only... We only had two colours to start with. And then we, <laughs> makes we sense. slowly I was As I was saying it, I was like, you didn't have... I'm, I'm surprised you had any colours, to be honest. We had Francis and Claire to begin with, which was blue and yellow. Francis and Claire. Yes. That's cute. And then when, when I got to like year seven, maybe, I think I was in primary school still when we introduced Giles, which was the red. 
And then mm. when I got to maybe like year nine or ten, we introduced Agnes, which was white. <laughs> Why are they all women's names? Um, they're all saints' names. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I went to a public school. We ah. uh, yeah, we had eight colors because we had that Whoa. many kids. What were they all called? Do you remember? Mine was Dixon. Whoa, that is a that is. I a think it was a name, name of a it's street. Got in it. Whoa. <laughs> One was definitely Wurundjeri. That was orange. I was green. That's crazy. Because that's... You guys knew back then. <laughs> what? You guys knew back then. Knew what, about like the you, Wurundjeri people. Yeah, that you should like have like pay... Well, it was one of eight colours. Okay. I wouldn't give them that many props. Well, the other one was like James Cook. <laughs> well, yeah, ours was Dixon. <laughs> I don't know who Dixon is. <laughs> me, me either. <laughs> Name is some street near my school. Who freaking cares? Anyway, um... um so, uh, yeah, they're, they're separated into four colours and this is when Jimmy starts crying. And when I almost start crying because it is hard to watch an eight-year-old yeah. crying that he wants his parents. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you should – And I, one part of me was like, oh, don't go, Jimmy. But then the other part was like, go, Jimmy, go. Yeah. Go home, little boy. Yeah, but then – I wanted to this, give him a hug so bad. Is this when Laurel comes and finds him and said she'll substitute for his mum and dad? Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, I mean, that's a nice thing to say, but it's probably not gonna. Yeah. Um, anyway, drama ensues as the 15-year-olds who were in Blue House um, go and write, go blue in chalk everywhere. Yes. Okay, because also these houses are not split equally. So No. Um, Andrzej is clearly like, he's quite smart, so he's worked out that. Well, like, he's a spelling bee champion. Yeah, of course he's smart. He's like, he's worked out that you get the biggest kids. <laughs> You get the big kids and they'll obviously do work and stuff. Well, uh, we know Mike didn't want the big kids because he's yeah. already clashing. He's clashing. He chose like the mid-tier bitch kids. Yep. Um, then <laughs> mid-tier bitch kids. Mid- mid-tier bitch kids. <laughs> then um, Taylor chose just all girls her age. Basically every 10-year-old Taylor <laughs> was like, you come to me. She said um, she feels comfortable. Um uh, leading people closer to her own age. Yes. I yeah. So. Yeah. And then Green is um, Laurel's house, and she basically chose all the, all the shit hard cunts. workers, um, hard workers, and then little kids and stuff as well. All yes. the losers, to be honest. No offense, apart from Jimmy, obviously. Um. Anyway, Alex, who's nine, says the fifteen-year-old's writing "Go Blue Everywhere" is two-year-old behavior. Okay. <laughs> Alex is my favorite character throughout the entire series. Really? He's so smart. He's he's the Okay, so throughout the show you will find out that Alex is the best kid in the world. Oh, I At can't one wait. point he goes to like that other what's that other little weirdo kid? Jared? Jared. I love Jared. He's I love my Jared favorite. Too. Um so him and Jared and somebody else are sitting together and Alex goes like do, do any guys, what, do you guys know pie? And then Jared like says pie to like five decimal places. And then Alex says pie to like 12 decimal places. And then he goes, saying pie is fun. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. And he's also the kid who, when he gets given the gold star, is like, I think gold's on the up now. I think, I think gold's on the rise. So I think. Oh, spoiler. Taken, yeah. Okay. Well, sorry. Now um, I know Alex gets a sorry. gold star. Oh yeah. Sorry. I, um, Good no, Lord. Oh, I'm sorry. Freaking hell! Fuck. All right, You'll forget, forget it. Time, it's time to talk about it. I can't forget about um, Alex. He's so yeah. Alex and Jared 
kick ass. Um, and then uh, we they're in a crowd, and Greg says, oh, "Poor Jimmy's crying again." And they're all facing the host, and Greg goes, "Hey Jimmy, you want to be my new wingman?" <laughs> Poor little Jimmy goes, "Who was that?" And he goes, "Greg." And he goes, "No." <laughs> <laughs> He's so cute. Anyway, we find out um, that uh, there's going to be four essentially classes yes. of people, of of uh, workers. Yes. So we have um, the upper class who will get paid a dollar yeah. each day. I think, no, I think, it, I, I don't think it's a dollar a day. I think it's like a dollar, like, each episode, that, like, challenge until the next challenge. Right. Okay. Whatever. Um. So they get paid a dollar and they don't really have to do anything. Underneath that is the merchants who will run the shops yep. and they get paid 50 cents. Yep. And then you have the cooks mm-hmm. who cook the food. They get paid 25 cents. And then the laborers who get 10 cents. 10 cents. So um, they've implement, they're have telling them to implement an unfair class structure. Yes. And sorry, so <laughs> also, so it's based off jobs. Upper class do nothing. They have no jobs. Yes. Merchant class run the shops and that sort of thing. The cooks obviously cook. And the laborers have to like clean the toilets and shit. Yeah, they have to clean everything. Yeah. And it suck. And they have to like go and get water from this like really cold water mill in the middle of like ages away and just carry it back bucket by bucket. Yeah, it sucks. Anyway, These poor kids. Um, so if what they have to do for the showdown, which is what the challenge is called, um, is they have to pump... They have to sort of like pump water out of the ground like like oil. Yes. Um, and catch it like it'll pump out the top and then you've got to catch it in a bucket. But you've got to make sure you're getting your coloured water. Yeah, there's a bunch tea. of pipes coming out of the ground. Yeah. And then you've got to – yeah, so you've got to move your thing around until the oil slash water is dry. And you've got to keep filling up these jars until they're all filled up. Yeah. Looks like it could be fun. Yeah. Um, but anyway, they uh, they they go through with that, and then they get their cast. So Red House, which is Mike, Mike, they get upper class, yep. little bitch house. Um, Blue, which is Anne Jay, yep. they get merchant. Yellow yep. Taylors, the little kids, they come third, so they're the cooks. And then Green, laborers, <laughs> laborers, poor Green. Yeah. Sophia is in Green, my favorite, who yes. does everything anyway. Um, so it's very frustrating to see them get paid so poorly. Yes. So then they also, because they all did it within an hour, they get to choose between seven outhouses up from one or a TV. Okay, that is fucked that they gave them one toilet to begin with. Yeah, it's disgusting. Because One toilet for 40 kids. That's insane. And it's an outhouse as well. Yeah. It's not like a nice bathroom. No, and because also you know that like the boys are going to go just piss outside in random places, but the girls aren't – some of the girls aren't going to do that. Yeah, they some said the like, oh, we're not going to have to wait three hours to go to the toilet. Can you imagine just everyone lining up to do a shit and just shit after shit after shit? I couldn't be in there. No. It's disgusting. Anyway, thankfully, they choose the outhouses. Yes. Thank God. Because it was between seven outhouses or a TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what are you even going to do with a TV out here? Exactly. Like well, there's that's... so many of you. It was a small TV too. Yeah, and it's like you're with a bunch of other kids. Yeah. They could just play all day. You'd rather just chat with your best friend about whatever children talk about. I can't even remember. <laughs> oh, they're talking about their TikToks and their Snapchats and Not their then, Naomi. Bratz dolls. <laughs> back then, the thing I do like about this show is children back then were children, which is fun to see. Like all these. What do you mean? Like all the little oh, kids. They look like look... how we look. Yeah, they all look <laughs> fucked. <laughs> they do look fucked. I love seeing all the little children. 
Um, Back when kids were kids. Uh, and then we get to see them spending their money. Jared, um, who's got upperclassmen. Jared, I love him so much. This little kid. What is he, yeah. nine or something? He uh, he spends big on dark chocolate and Shakespeare. Yes, <laughs> Henry V. It is, I love him so much. It he is, buys so much dark. They're just in these huge shards. So much. It <laughs> would have had to have been like, well, surely like, I don't know, half a kilo of chocolate. Yeah. Over, he just went, he goes like, I went and got the most expensive thing in there. <laughs> <laughs> I got the dark chocolate. I got to go get the Henry V from my Shakespeare. Which is, that is how he talks. Like he's had the I did write a quote from him earlier um, about the one outhouse from Jared. I hope I don't have to take a, take a pull because I'm not using that thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love this kid. Um, and then we have Sophia. So Sophia only gets 10 cents, but mm-hmm. she decides to dance for nickels so she can buy a bike which costs three dollars in the shop she really wants this bike um she people give her money so that she can dance further away from them very funny and she does get the bike so i calculated this on average out of the 40 kids yes. she got six and a half people's money to get three dollars yeah like there's only 18 there's only like 18 dollars or something yeah that they can so she she got a lot of donations yeah people just fucking Threw their money at her. Yeah, they gave her money. I think it's also like it is day one. Yeah, that's true. So you're like, uh, especially like I reckon it will be more like. Also, they don't have to pay saw, rent. Yeah. <laughs> and you saw like Blaine giving her some money, which he was upper class. So it's like if he gave her 50 cents or something. Actually, Blaine was merchant. Oh, yeah, merchant. Sorry. <laughs> he, he give it's like, like you don't even know this show. Um, so they have a council meeting um, now, which is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they sorry they have a town hall meeting. Yeah. So this is where um, they can decide who gets the gold star and and hash out any other issues. Sophia um, stands up and complains that uh, the yellow who are the cooks the young kids have not been doing dishes. Yeah. Leaving the labourers to do everything. And Taylor says she's just jealous because she didn't get cooks to like. <laughs> <laughs> um. And then Michael stands up. Little fourteen year old Michael says the council need to befriend. The people, yes, because you—it's easier to lead people when they're your friends. So obviously, the council acting like stuck-up cunts, which I can see. <laughs> I mean, apart from not Laurel, not Laurel, and I don't think NJ. NJ. I think it's mostly Mike. Seems like he thinks he's the leader. He gets off on power, and Taylor this just is like, kid. "I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I'm not doing anything, and I'm on the council." Okay. <laughs> And I love, and this is what President Bush is like, so I'll be like that. Um, and then they ask if anyone wants to go home. Your town meeting is the place to do that. And Jimmy puts his hand up. Yes. He's so, he says, I'm too young to be here and I'm really homesick. Oh, he's so sweet. Oh, he's so cute. What I don't like is then the rest of the town, and I know they've got to like try and say stay, stay, but it does feel like they're peer pressuring him to stay and I'm glad that he decided to leave. Yeah, they just want an extra pair of hands yeah, for every day. Like, what he would have two days later been more sad yeah and left then oh little baby he didn't have that many friends like it would have like there's not that many eight-year-olds and if i do say something it's like i think alex is hanging out with older kids because he's he's extremely smart oh the nine-year-old yeah no alex i think is eight as well i think maybe is he i think he's nine yeah i I wrote down that he's nine because I thought it was funny that he was calling them two-year-olds. Because you can't say you're acting like a child yeah. because they're all children. Yeah. So you have to bring it down to two-year-olds. It was so funny because yeah, I'm like, two-year-olds 
can't. They can't, right? They can't. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? They they can't. They don't, they don't understand rivalry. The other thing I love about Alex is he basically only has one big tooth. Aww. He just has one big tooth, which is sort of in the middle of his mouth. Exactly. <laughs> and it is so cute. Um, so Sophia gets the first gold star. Yes. And that's when they, that's, and this is where things shift a little bit because people realize that they can win $20,000. Yes. Um, and she gets to go and call her parents and tell them. And then randomly there's just cameras in her parents' house as she tells her mom, I've just won $20,000. Yeah. Okay. So crazy from Michael's Ask Me Anything uh-huh. on Reddit. He said that apparently those weren't like staged. So they genuinely like sent people to the house and they get the reaction and it just seems like weird and stupid because they have no idea what's happening and that there's just a camera crew in the house. Yeah. Well, that's what I imagined happened. Yeah. They just send whatever city they're in, they just send out a camera. Yeah. And it's Crazy. like, "Hey, <laughs> do this." Yeah. Um so so that's the end of the first episode. Mhm. How Oh, we're and, doing alright. And what are you thinking so far? Are you enjoying is, the show? I love this show so much. Okay, it I'm is glad. so good. I'm so happy. I'm glad. When t- modern day television just isn't this good. No, it's this okay. But we do have episode two. Things do get fucked. Yeah, because immediately, <laughs> so they do get fucked. <laughs> Yeah, but they get better again after. But immediately, episode two. Yeah, the, I don't think you can do this now. No, you definitely <laughs> couldn't do this now. Episode two, things really do get crazy. Is the kids kids are in the chicken pen. There's 18 chickens. They're fighting over touching the warm eggs, which I think is so funny. Aww. They're like, some of the kids got like a warm egg in his hand. He's like, it's so warm. <laughs> it's so warm. It's come fresh. And I'm like, Ew, yeah, it just shove that out. It's a vagina asshole thing. <laughs> You want to, okay. It's called a cloaca, okay? I knew what it was called. I thought saying vagina asshole was funnier. It, well, I laughed. Um, <laughs> and then um, Alex walks over and he's like, I want to feel it. I want the other guy's, you're going to break it. You're going to break it. And he's like, I've never touched a warm egg before. And then it's like, there's no entertainment in this town. And Emily, who's the, oh, such a funny little girl. Bless Emily. She's looking after all the chickens. Yeah. She's like queen of the chickens. And she just says. Little blonde country girl. Yeah. She's so funny. She just like says to the camera, I break wild mustangs. <laughs> That's when she reminded me of you. Because <laughs> she's just hanging out with all the animals. Yeah. And I was like, That's just Danielle. <laughs> I do feel sorry for it because she does also seem extremely annoying to all the other kids. I think. Yeah. Well, that's why she sits in a pen with all the animals. Yeah. And I was um, like, that's Dania. How dare you? Then we have a town, a town council meeting. It's time for them to read the journal yeah. again. And they read the journal. Oh, no. And in the <laughs> journal, it says, you know, like, we were getting pretty sick of beans. <laughs> yeah, I think you need protein. And they, you know, the chickens, chickens are better than just, they can do more than just lay eggs, which we know what they're getting at. They're getting at eat the chickens, eat some chickens. And so they decide that they're going to let the town, and also Taylor immediately is on board with killing the chickens. Yeah. She's like, "Mm, I need my protein. How are we going to be if we don't have protein for 40 days? (laughs) I'm going to have chicken. You sound like Blanche Dubois. <laughs> Sorry, you got to admit, she does have a southern accent. Yeah, yeah, she does. Um, and so they go have a chat with the town um, to let, see if the the town will decide if they're going to kill the chickens. 
and then drama and drama screaming screaming yelling people some people don't well they're like what are we gonna kill the chickens <laughs> what you when you say eat the chickens you mean we've got to kill the chickens and i'm not doing that and then other kids are like i want fucking meat i want to eat meat <laughs> dk gets up DK's so funny. i love this so much He's, he gets up and shouts at everybody what's wrong now are you in love with the chickens yeah <laughs> What? Yeah, how many of you have eaten chicken at home? So what's different? You in love? With the chickens? You in love with the chickens? Well, yes, that is that is the difference. They know the chickens. Yeah. Um, Greg stands up and says he knows how to butcher animals because he did work experience. Yes, how to butcher. How <laughs> to butcher. He lists all the different animals he's killed. And, and chicken is like seventh on the list as yeah. well. Wouldn't that? Wouldn't you be like, I know how to butcher a chicken? Yeah, no, he's like ox, goats, cows, which also, sorry, but... Personally, what I'm confused by in this episode as well, mm. if we're slaughtering animals, yeah. the chickens do also provide eggs. Yes. They were also given goats. The goats seemingly do nothing and would feed more people. They probably can't afford to kill the goat. Why? They probably rented the goats. Well, maybe, yeah. But chickens are cheap. Yeah. I, Jono says he thinks it's because they couldn't show it on TV. Yeah, it would be more upsetting. Because it's like, obviously there's going to be heaps more blood than there was for the chicken. And it's probably way harder to kill a goat than a chicken. And they would have had, they would have been like hacking at the goat's neck or something. Yeah, I guess the thing is like the way you would, I guess the way you would do it, because I guess, okay, so (laughs) I guess what, if I had to kill a goat, like, and it had to be fast, Mm -hmm. you can't just cut through a neck the way you can cut through a chicken's neck. So I'd want to use a gun, I guess, like a rifle and just go straight through its head. But I guess, like, the way for, like, halal is you, like, slit along the neck um, and all the blood comes out. Um, I think it's, like, so the, the meat is, like, clean or something so that all the blood's out of the animal, I think. But right. I, that definitely is, like... Wait, so that's your concern, whether or not the meat is halal? No, it's that, like, obviously... <laughs> it's very that's inclusive. A, that's, like, another method of yeah, killing yeah, yeah. the animal. But, but, it's, but it has to bleed out. Yeah, the pouring out of blood... <laughs> would be um hard for TV to capture whereas the chicken doesn't bleed that much. Yeah. So I think I got the I think that's what how you kill halal meat, right? It's like you slit the neck and drain the blood so there's no blood in the animal. You know, I'm not an expert on how to prepare meat um halal certified. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. I just think that's what it was because when I went to Morocco um that we went to like a village in I don't know the Atlas Mountains or something. Oh, hello. And they were like, um, oh, we went preparing to the Atlas of meat. Mountains. It was pr- okay. <laughs> I'm just. It was like because we walked through the butchering butchering area, and there was just like um like all the different chunks of meat that included like there was like all the hoofs together and all the heads together and stuff. And I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> my granny kills one animal at a time. I even this is even this is hard for me to look at. Okay, yeah, I did not think I would enjoy that um, because I am a total hypocrite. I am not even vegetarian, but yeah. I do not like seeing animals get killed. Yeah, I probably should be vegan. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, instead, I am ignorant. Um, but. I'm sorry. I'm a I'm a picky eater, and I don't want to starve to death. Okay, yeah. So instead of killing the goats, they kill the chi- they kill. Emily is so upset that she decides she's going to lock herself in with the chickens. Yes. She runs over there with a couple of other kids, and they tie themselves to poles in the chicken coop, and tie the door shut. 
Um, and then someone says, are they going to hang him like they did Saddam Hussein? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Emily. I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> and then Jared says, as Shakespeare would say, to kill or not to kill, that is the question. <laughs> Which is not what Shakespeare said. Which tells me Jared hasn't been reading enough Shakespeare. Although we know he has been reading some Shakespeare. Yes. Because he bought it. Um, so they have a little meeting with a few of the kids at Emily and they decide to, they're going to kill two chickens and that yes. will be enough. Then Emily's immediately fine. Then she's like, fine. And then like. I still have chickens to love. I thought you were going to kill all 18 of my chickens. Yeah. But if I'm just, lo- if I just have 16 chickens now, I'm, that's fine with me. Yeah. And then they say, I'm we're having chicken tonight. And they go, woo, and clap, including Emily. And I'm like, <laughs> what the hell, Emily? Um, and then they just show the kids killing these chickens. Greg is a pro. Yes. So they show him teaching a kid to like <laughs> hold it over a tree stump. Yep. So that he can chop its head off with an axe. Which is like, sorry, but I just want to say that was incredibly unsafe. Because I'm just like, sorry, so wait, they just let this kid who they don't even know. I assume he was chosen for the show based right. off the fact that he had that. Because apparently yeah. some kids were like scouted and stuff. That like makes sense. Taylor got, she did it through a modeling agency or something. Ah. Um, That's a good way to find a bratty kid. Yes. <laughs> um, apparently her sister also applied and didn't get sent through. I Brutal. have a feeling that's because maybe if it was like, because it was her older sister, I think that her older sister would have like, Pulled her into line a little bit, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Or something because like that. Because there are, there are sisters on the show, aren't there? Yeah, Olivia Mallory, and Mallory. Yeah. Who we'll get to a bit later. We'll, yeah, we'll get to them a little bit later. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't seem... Yeah, you've got, like, what, a 12-year-old kid or something holding... Holding it his while His hands another, near an axe. Yeah. That's how my Uncle John lost his finger. <laughs> is, is His friend was cutting off the head of a rooster and he had his finger out and it got cut off. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. I didn't really think about that. I was just impressed that he knew how to slaughter a chicken. Yeah. <laughs> he knew how to slaughter and then he made all the... Gu- the thing that I would... I can see why 15-year-old Danielle was like, hell yeah. Hey, I can provide for me. <laughs> I think the thing that would have been the hardest for me is not the cutting off of the head, but the pulling the feathers the cleaning off. of the yeah, bird. that's the hardest thing, I think. That I'm surprised that they could just do all that. Yeah. This is not something I would have to watch at least a YouTube tutorial. I mean, I did. Well, I mean, Greg told them what to do, but I did like that on the screen. Um, it said the following scene may be in- intense for young children as we watch young <laughs> yeah. children stand up and watching it happen in real life. <laughs> Um, and Emily, of course, Emily watches some of this, which I was surprised by, but then she runs. She runs and cries <laughs> because she was like, I thought that it would help me, but it didn't. <laughs> Um, and then they, yeah, put the, they, they, uh, prepare the chickens. Sophia helps prepare the chickens and then they put them into some chicken noodle soup, which the kids love so much. Just shots of these kids just like, oh, chicken, chicken. (laughs) Kids love chicken. Yeah. Uh, Which I think it's like quite a bland thing. That's why kids like it. It's not challenging. Yeah. But it's like, kids love to just eat out of a bag of shredded cheese. Not me. Really? Yeah, I fucking loved olives as a child. Oh, I knew you were going to say olives. Oh, my God. My nephew loves olives as well. He's two years old. We're having pizza. This two-year-old, he's crawling up and trying to pick all the olives off the pizza to eat them. I was like, you're a freak. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. Yeah, I love that. I don't even like olives now. It's such a challenging flavor. Love olives. I loved olives, loved gherkins, loved pickled onions. My granddad (laughs) used to make a little pick every afternoon. 
Sometimes we'd make a little pick and we'd have a little bowl. A little pick. Share, a little pick. We'd just call it a little pick. We'd have a little pick. What is pick. a little pick? It's a little bowl with some gherkins, pickled onions and olives in it. Oh, we'd God. have a little pick. You would have stunk. Oh, what a good because you use toothpicks to put it in. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> have a little pick. And it's got a little pick. It's the most fucked picnic I've ever heard of. It's a pick. It's not a picnic. It's a pick. <laughs> okay. Um. So it is freezing in this country. It is freezing here. Yes, yeah, so we got to the next morning and it is quite literally freezing. They've mm-hmm. got washing out in like in a bucket. It's frozen solid. And it's solid. frozen solid. And they're hitting it with a stick and I'm like, don't, you're going to put a hole through your shirt. Yeah. Um, and Taylor is just chilling in bed. She's, she's just gossiping. Yeah. Gabbing. Just giggling. And then um, and then Michael's like, hey. Uh, when When's breakfast going to be ready, eh? Yeah. You're not doing nothing. She's like, I don't want to. <laughs> um, oh, no, that wasn't Michael. Michael goes to the water mill because he's a labourer and yes. the water mill is frozen. It they is can't frozen. pump any water. So he's like, fuck. So then they go back to tell them to conserve water, but then they have a great idea. They go and get hot water, pour it down the mill, mm-hmm. melt the frozen water, and then bada bing, bada boom, they got water again. Done. Genius. I love Michael. Yeah. Um, and then we get to our next competition, our next showdown. Yes. If you will, to decide they're gonna get um to they're gonna get to rejig who has what job. And yep. I'm begging. I'm begging for yellow to get laborers because they're freaking lazy. Taylor needs to kick up the bum. Yep. Figuratively. My God, please don't. I'm not no, advocating I think she to needs kick to a kick up her literal ass. Oh whatever, she's twenty one now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fight her. <laughs> um so uh they anyway, the competition is um they have to uh I've written these kids got a lay pipe, but that sounds Yeah, they've okay, bad. so they've got a just they do, they've got a lay pipe. Quite literally, not in the not in the sexual um way, no. just literally they've got a connect pipe. And Greg says, Luckily I know a lot about PVC. This yes. <laughs> he's also worked for the PVC. This does not stop, by the way, throughout the entire <laughs> season. Greg has seemingly done everything. <laughs> Well, thank God. Um, so they basically just have to connect a bunch of pipes um, to run water from one place to another. Um, and blue becomes the upper class. This is not surprising because, again, all the older kids are there. Yes. And they're stronger and quicker and know well, about they PVC. Become, they don't become the upper class again. Really? Red were upper class last time. Yeah. Well, that's... Yes. Yeah, but I mean, but it's not surprising. Two. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, uh, and then red is a merchant class, and then yellow again are cooks, and green again are labourers. Which is devastating. It, it's insane because the, it means the little kids have beat people from green who are. There's at least three big kids in green. Yeah, but they're not good. They're just losers. No offense. Laurel, Sophia, and Michael. You'd think Michael and Sophia could do it. Well, yeah, what's going on there? Yeah, it does. It makes no sense. Green just suck at competitions so bad. <laughs> They're too busy making the whole freaking town work, all right, to care about their own needs. Anyway, um, they don't – Green doesn't even complete this challenge, which means they don't get their reward, which was either a heated, water like, 10-metre tall water slide. Insane. Don't want that anyway. Because if heated. It's, it's, if it's – it's, <laughs> first of all, if it's hot in the daytime in the desert, I don't want a heated water slide. Well, I guess they can turn the heating off. And if it's cold, I don't want to be wet. Because as soon as I immediately am, okay, it's just my butt that's warm in the water. I'm not covered in water and there's water slide. I mean, you're right. It makes no sense. Or the other option is 
uh, a bunch of pumps around town in various locations that all can yeah so they don't have to walk out into the middle of nowhere all the time but anyway they don't get any of it nope brutal um so then uh yeah great blues become the upper class i mean they don't even have to do anything but then greg is still helping every which way which is um Mike is suspicious of this, that he's just doing now doing it for a gold star. Now he's become a model citizen all of a sudden. I hate Mike so much. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry, but do you not think that every single person in this town who seemingly wasn't working that hard... It's also like, what if, if it's a motivation to work harder, then the motivation is working. Yeah, that's fine. So reward the motivation and make all the other kids see that if you work hard, you get a reward. Yeah. It's fine. He's like one of the. It's like he's like an employer being like, "Are you just doing this for the paycheck?" Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not passionate about customer service. I hate Mike so much. He's <laughs> such a little bitch. He's such a little bitch. He's annoying. He's got a bad attitude. He's got the worst. Get attitude. over it, you loser. Know, he's genuinely jealous of Greg. Oh, I would be jealous he's of like, Greg if I was Mike. He's like, Greg's cooler than me, and every Greg bigger than me, and everybody likes Greg better than me. <laughs> And I can't even pull a card or cut a chicken's head off. Or I don't even know anything about PBC. Um, <laughs> so, so um, there's every now and then there's like a moment that reminds me of just how of just that they're children. Yes. And this time it was pet daycare, which is like these kids they've just decided to run a pet daycare, which yeah. is for stuffed animals. Yeah. And so they take in these other kids stuffed animals and take care of them and like brush their fur and dress them and (laughs) like just pat them and I wanted to cry it was so cute yeah it does remind you that these are children put in the middle of the desert (laughs) they just want to play with stuffed animals Uh, but then there's another thing that reminds me of children as well which is where Colton a little cowboy child um that's in the next episode oh sorry no I just got he gets brother he gets mad at Emily for being in with... Oh, oh no, that's he just, right. He gets so mad at Emily yeah. for being in the chicken pen. She runs in again and locks herself in again, by the way. That's what happens here. Oh, okay. She's decided the protest second 2.0, right? Oh, is that what it was? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was confused. I was like, she's allowed to just be in there. Oh, she's, the or maybe she was just hanging out. But because, yeah, I think she was just hanging out because everybody was just like, you're not supposed to be in there. Because she used to be upper class and now she's a merchant. And yeah. only upper class and cooks are allowed to be in with the chickens. Well, who the fuck cares? You're allowed yeah. to be talking to the chickens. Uh, this is one of those things that I hate, I hate about like I remember hating about children is they either hate rules or are sticklers for the rules. <laughs> and like you're not, you're actually, you're, it's against the rules for you to be in there. Okay. So you need to get out of there. Okay. If not, I'm going to go tell mom. Okay. <laughs> well, Colton is just like a real country guy. I feel like he's just, just yeah. like, you love these animals too much and I want to fuck these animals up. I'm going to kill them. Yeah. Which we will touch on later. <laughs> yeah. Um, Anyway, they kick her out. She's not allowed to be with the chickens, which makes me so sad. Poor little Emily. Yeah, I just she doesn't have hug friends. Her. No, she doesn't. Just let her hang out with the chickens, Colton, you little shit. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the council um just the council decide um they they're gonna figure out who gets the next gold star. And mm-hmm. Mike is like, I feel like Greg is um just doing it for the gold star. And that um yeah, shut up, shut up. Yeah. Um. So we have another town meeting. Yeah. Sophia complains again. Yes. And says, you, Taylor sucks, essentially, yeah. and is being lazy. She's not getting any of yellow to work. No. And um, Taylor says, well, I'm sorry, you're just going to have to starve. Yeah. She said, we tried our best to get out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> 
bullshit. Anyway, um, so then other people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and is that where Taylor starts crying? Or no, that's the next one. Yeah, Taylor starts crying. Oh, it is this one. Obviously, because she's upset that people don't like her. But also, and she's ten. Yeah, and there's a 10. lot of pressure for a ten-year-old. Yeah, but also I understand because when it's cold, I also just want to stay in bed. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> I sorry. People I just, do have to eat. Yeah, and I remember I did like a scout camp when I was like. 10 as well and we went to i think it was we went to brisbane mm-hmm. to do it's called like what was it called G- 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 i can't remember what it was called it's important that you get it okay um <laughs> it was called a goonery oh good <laughs> and basically it's a week you and four other kids or whatever however many are in your patrol look after like a disabled or disadvantaged kid for a week and it's like you're giving a big responsibility oh. to a group of children. Like, we're, like, bathing, like, you know, kids and stuff. Oh, God. Know? My first year I went, um, we that had... That is a, a lot. Yeah, we had a girl. She um, had, like, pretty bad, like, cerebral palsy. And mm-hmm. so we were, like, we, like, bathed her and stuff and, like, fed her and everything like that. And, like, we sometimes... It, like, we had, like, one night where... Because um, she, like, slept in, like, nappies and stuff. And so... Um, we do that, but one night we had to like in the middle of the night, and it was so freezing because they chose winter to put it on. Um, we had to like um, get her out of the sleeping bag and go because she'd like peed through a. Um, How stuff. old are you? Like ten. What the fuck? But then okay, so we had th- that was our first year, um, and but I did really like I had a lot of fun and like really enjoyed the experience and mm. stuff, and obviously it was like good. But then the next year I went back and I, my group. We were just given this girl called Pearly, and she was just Indonesian. <laughs> she just didn't wait. What? She just didn't speak that much English. <laughs> so so the, I was like, "What did what? you have to do? Just be her friend." <laughs> we would just hang out all day and like go. We didn't have to do anything for her. We just like chat and stuff. I was just well. Very, that sounds much more appropriate. At yeah, least. I was just confused because I was like what <laughs> wait you'll equate these are the same thing to you <laughs> oh no oh no well you know at least you'll get now there yeah. so <laughs> i'm like yeah but if you've got a responsibility taylor you've got to do it well yeah you did that which i would say is a little more pressing um but still people gotta these kids gotta eat yeah so get out of bed taylor you are you did say you wanted to be a leader as well you want to bring world peace can't do that in bed bro no. All right, you've turned me on, Taylor. Um, um, so, yeah, she, Taylor's saying, oh, we're, you know, we're young, it's hard, we're the youngest group. But youngest group didn't stop you two weeks in a row beating another group. Yeah. In the, so, obviously, you're not that incapable. And then Michael stands up and tells Taylor to stop blaming it on their age yes. and that they have lots of potential. Yes. And he says the word potential a lot. And then he gets given the gold star. Yes. And then he gets up and says another speech about that they all have potential. Rousing applause every time Michael does a speech. He just has a way to command a room, doesn't he? <laughs> um, and obviously Greg is pissed off because he was really gunning for that gold star. Yes. Because we find out he wants the gold star because he doesn't have any money saved up for college. Yes. Which made me a bit sad. Yes. Um, because you realise that these are all, again, They're regular just children. Kids. Yeah. 
And he's like, I'm, I want a future. Yeah. And it's also not about like, oh, this kid wants, oh, this kid's yeah. just acting good so he can get some money. It's like, yeah, because. He wants to have a life. Yeah. And in yeah. America, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. And Mike's <laughs> trying to stop him. I bet Mike has way more money than Greg as yeah, well. Yeah, I bet Mike's from a rich family. Yeah. Little, little boy scout. He kind of reminds me of like a nerdier version of that, um, of the, the one from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the one who likes TV. Yeah, the, sh- the little one also a cowboy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Entitled little shit. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Oh, God, I hate um, Mike. Anyway, so we're on episode three now and the kids want... <laughs> this uh, is so funny. They have like a party. <laughs> um, it is so funny. It's so... It's so For some reason, they're doing like what appear to be Jaeger bombs, <laughs> but absolutely... Like it's just soft drink. In other soft drink. It must be. I was thinking it's like a shot of like sugar syrup it maybe is. in we root f- beer. We find out later. It yeah. is sugar syrup. Yeah, it's sugar syrup. In root beer. In root beer. And so you've just got these 15-year-olds leading the charge, standing on the bar, like Greg and Blaine, I guess, yeah. dropping shots of sugar syrup into root beer, sculling it, and then all these other kids doing the same. Yeah. And I that's when like, you, because you, because you're watching the show, you for, you sort of forget just how young they all are, yeah. Because you're like, Greg is old; he knows how to slaughter chickens, he knows yeah. how to do all these things, and then you realize, oh, it's a 15 year old, yeah, sculling root beer because he wants to be cool, yeah. And you're like, what? It's <laughs> so funny, and they're all just going rabid over this root beer. They're going crazy. The <laughs> next day, everybody has a sugar hangover. <laughs> Everybody's got a sugar hangover. It's like every kid's TV show where they just show like, it's like Spongebob, like drinking, like yeah. jellyfish juice or something. And then the next day he's got a headache. <laughs> well, they probably would have headaches after oh, yeah. sugar. Well, I think after not getting a lot of sleep. Yeah. Because they stayed up. They Jared says he only got four hours of sleep. Yeah. Who's like nine. Yeah. And, and uh, Greg wakes all the kids up by banging pans together. That's what they did on engineering camp to get everyone out of no. bed because we all had we all had like chores to do and stuff like you know you'd have to help with like the kitchen and stuff and oh. they'd just come in and bang the pans. Yeah, that's annoying. My dad used to wake me up every morning with a spray bottle. Are you serious? Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, I would be so fucking. I was mad. so angry every day. So every day spritz me in the face. <laughs> that's like it was the worst abuse to He'd me. Be like wake <laughs> up and I was like ah ah. Did I tell you about the time I thought that was happening to me? No. That I was like I was like a teenager and I was in bed and then just water just pouring all over me. I thought I was being waterboarded and I just kept being like, I'm up, I'm up. But then the water didn't stop and then it turned out that my window was open and my mum was watering <laughs> the back garden and there were like hanging plants like all over the window and she was, so she had no idea and I'm just there in bed like, I'm up! And she's just like one of those hoses with like the shower thing on the end of yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> just getting just getting um just drowning me i remember occasionally my dad would get up on the roof to like gurney the roof um and some when he would be up on the roof he'd always do that early in the mornings and when he would do it he'd pretend he was a cockatoo on the roof and scream out cockatoo bird noises and wake me up (laughs) i would hate your dad (laughs) it was the worst just like One time my dad shook me awake once. <laughs> never, 
That's the most horrifying thing that's ever happened yeah. to me, I think. He just, like, grabbed me by the shoulders and he was like, wake up! And just, like, shaking me. What and was I was, was just like, for an ah! emergency? No, just to be funny. Oh, I hate that. This is why. Oh. Dads should not try and be funny is what the takeaway from this. Yeah. Dad thought it was funny every day with the spray bottle. It's not funny. For how, but how many days? Are you talking years? What, years, yes, years. This is how you woke up every single day? Yes. I also had a bedtime up until I finished high school of 8.30. What, when you were like 17? Yes, when I was 17. 8.30? 8.30. I used to put a towel down at the bottom of my door to stop light from leaking out the bottom <laughs> so that they wouldn't see the light from my iPod shining onto my Harry Potter book I was reading. <laughs> I wasn't even doing anything bad. It's kind of like Harry Potter under the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. That is fucked. I remember crying at my mum once because she told me to go to bed, but the OC was still on and I didn't want to miss. Because you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't like catch up. And yeah. I was just like, please, mum, I just want to finish the OC. And I think that finished at like 9.30. Yeah. And I was definitely not 17 at the time. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. up, man. I had this like tiny grey... Sorry, old small square TV that at one point I was allowed in my room and it had like big antennas <laughs> on it and it it like got su- such bad reception. It was fuzzy the whole time. And I remember like sneaking, um, like trying to keep the volume as low as I could or I think I could even put like headphones into the side of it oh, or something. Smart. And I put those in and I'd sit so close to it on like I think it was like a Sunday night or something when Rove was on, <laughs> and I'd just be sitting there like, if I don't watch this, then like I'm not gonna nobody. I'm gonna not gonna be cool at school tomorrow. I'm not gonna know what oh, happened on Rove no. Live because I never knew what happened on the OC or yeah. Gossip Girl when that started or whatever <laughs> or oh, Vampire Diaries. Well, jokes on them because then you were on Rove Live, weren't you? Well, not Rove Live, but well. Saturday Night Rove. Saturday Night Rove. I was in one of the two episodes. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Were you in the second episode? Yeah. That's the one. And then they, and then right after that, it got cancelled. Yeah. It's so funny. It wasn't because of me. It was so funny to watch that, to watch you. (laughs) I was like, what is going on? You're just standing in the background politely. Just a little bit awkward. I'm so awkward. Well, Kevin Rudd played handball. Okay, with I genuinely Rome was having funny. the best time when that was happening. That was my favorite thing. I just never thought I'd see that. In- I was loving that so much because Kevin Rudd is he. It was he was fun. He's very good at handball, I guess. I mean, he's fun until you're working for him, and he what did yeah. he do? He yells over a hairdryer or something. Something yeah, I happened. Remember. I remember. Um, Rove, like in the day when we did the practice thing, Rove was like, yeah, so what happens if I like, like obviously I'm going to beat him, like what do I do? And then like Rove lost every round and it wasn't on purpose. Well, of course when someone's that committed to handball, you should assume that they're good at it, even if it's not, for anyone who's not Australian, Kevin Rudd was the Prime Minister of Australia. Yeah. I think everybody like assumed that he played handball with seven-year-olds was the thing. Right, right, right. And that he isn't practicing every day with a team (laughs) around him. (laughs) Okay, okay, let's go. I'm just still thinking about that image of you, Kevin Rudd and Rove in the same frame. I couldn't I and a handball. I'm so awkward. I don't know how to fix it. Me and my friend Tom were talking the other day and we were talking about how I was making fun of our different types of awkward because Tom's awkward is like Hi, I'm Tom, I'm awkward. 
And then my type of awkward is like, hi, I'm Danielle. <laughs> I'm not awkward. <laughs> and they're both exceedingly awkward. You're the type of awkward where it's just like standing there and like just gently clasping your hands together and smiling until something yeah, until something fixes it. My friend said, like one of my friends, the first time she ever met me, um, I went over to her house and it was just me, her and another one of my friend. And I just sat sort of precariously on the edge of the couch with really good posture holding my <laughs> handbag in my lap. <laughs> not talking <laughs> hi <laughs> but it's a polite awkwardness you know always polite <laughs> anyway um so uh yeah the 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 boys walk around um they're banging pants and then they start like dragging kids out of their cabins yeah and this is is it divad is she she the girl who complains yeah it's her, right? She complains that Greg hurt her when he dragged her out in her sleeping bag. Not surprising at yeah. all. He's this big kid, like, manhandling children. Yeah. Um, and then he calls her a little bitch. Um, and then Sophia says, you're being the village idiot right now. And then he starts screaming at Sophia. And then Blaine, like, tries to talk him off a ledge and pulls him back inside the cabin. And then they lock themselves in there. Yeah, he starts children, cursing, by the absolute way. children. These yeah. people, and he's cursing, he's swearing, oh, he's swearing. Constantly. He's offending kids, yeah. kids from good Christian homes, as Laurel says. Yes, and she says, "I actually really respect that." <laughs> That's one of her true Their beliefs. Values. Yeah. Um, and Greg says, "When I got here, when I first got here, I was nice to everyone." And Mike goes, ah, "I beg to differ." <laughs> he's the type of kid who always gone. Shut up! <laughs> um, I got to stop bullying this boy. <laughs> Um, all the council members, they go and read from the journal. Well, there's, but there's, wait, where are you? Well, after the, well, we see that little Mallory is scared. So Mallory's nine. Oh, yep. yep She's yep. scared of Greg now. She's scared. She doesn't like the fighting and the cussing. I'd be scared of Greg. You seems- She's crying. Oh, eight and he's just dragging people out. Yeah. And I'm in the middle of the desert with children. Yeah. I'd be scared. Yeah. I'd be scared before Greg started doing this. Yeah, absolutely. I'd be like, what happens if a killer comes? We can't defend ourselves. The production crew, what are they going to do? Well, I'm sure if there was a murderer, it would be someone in the production crew. That's true. No one's just going to come. They're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Um, And Morgan, who we just discover now, is Morgan. We <laughs> haven't seen her yes. at all yet. Apparently, she's become a bit of a parent to the younger kids and then tells Greg that he needs to stop cussing. Yes. I'm saying cussing now. I've never said cussing in my life. American people love to say cussing. Cussing. They love saying cussing. I don't really <laughs> understand what it is, but I understand the swearing, but I don't know why they just don't say swearing. It's, I mean, I mean, I, it's, it's fine. Just, it's yeah, a it's just a word. What do you yeah. mean? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why it's so popular. Then we, then there's, um, sorry, what's in the, what's in the, what's in the journal? So the journal says that um, back in the day, people would go out and party or whatever and enough work didn't get done which is absolutely not the case people would have done work because they would have actually been paid money and needed to feed their families Mm -hmm. and if they couldn't do that then there there was no way they actually had a curfew in this fake town that never existed i mean they also probably never split up the town into four districts with different colors either also this (laughs) town failed so we shouldn't be taking advice from you yeah um so they decide to that they need to announce that there is a curfew. Yep. Curfew. They have to say what time and it is 9.30 p.m. Later than your 
Later than my bedtime. Bedtime. But also seemingly like, and I know on like camps and stuff, you sort of just get up when the sun rises. And so these yeah. kids would be getting up at like, I think at one point Sophia said she was up at like 5.30 or 6 or something. Well, they said 9.30 gives them eight hours, yeah. which is 5.30. Yeah. So I assume the sun must come up at 5.30 or something. Yeah. Then, um, yeah, so they announced that there's a curfew. Some kids don't like it. Some kids do like it. <laughs> yeah. Like Colton, who tells everybody to shut up, that it's a good thing that they've got a curfew. <laughs> um, Colton is insane. Yes. So we see Colton, he's like, let's go scare some cows. Yeah. And then he grabs some other kids and then he's running to these cows. One cow doesn't one cow doesn't run. That's a, not a cow. And then you look at it and it's a bull. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got little Colton. Yep. Who's, again, 10 or something. Yeah. And he's just, and all the other kids are like, Colton. Get away. Colton, get away. And he just starts just sort of walking with his chest puffed up. Yeah, like menacingly t- at the bull. Towards a bull. And they're just in the middle of this standoff. <laughs> And he just keeps walking. The bull doesn't move. And then Colton just keeps walking. And they're all like, Colton, Colton, stop. And then he just, and then like after a while, he's just standing there. And then he sort of jumps towards the bull and the bull runs away. But what if the bull decided not to run away? Yeah, then he would be dead. (laughs) And that's why they signed those forms. But imagine like, imagine being on the production crew and just being like, we're just filming this. Instead of like being like, if a kid died, the production would absolutely be shut down right then. Yeah. Well, it's, I guess you would be, they would be filming multiple things at once. You would be under so much pressure to not, to like, whatever happens, don't just film it. Like, don't, because yeah. if you fuck something up, you know, if you jump, if they jump in there, they can't use any of that footage. Yeah. Anyway, luckily Colton didn't die. <laughs> um, fucking insane. There's a huge bull. Yeah. Anyway, um, uh, and then the kids in the the cooks, the freaking blue, the freaking yellow cooks are just throwing flour everywhere. Yeah. And then we see little Mallory, who's in blue. She's in upper class. She doesn't have to do anything. Poor little Mallory. She's just raking the flour in the dirt. Not, Not doing a good way much. To do it. No. <laughs> she says, somebody's got to pick up the slack or there's going to be flour everywhere. <laughs> I also like Taylor. Um, at this point, somebody's like hungry and they're like, when's breakfast ready? And she's like, it's going to be a little while. And then she goes, it's going to be more of a brunch. <laughs> rebranding breakfast as brunch because you d- did it later <laughs> and then it, breakfast is just like some nuts yeah they just hand everybody a handful of what seems like nuts or something and they're like this is breakfast absolute it's in shocking um and now it's time for another showdown to yes. decide who is who's what class again yes and this one is I would say particularly horrifying. Yes. The most upsetting of all the three showdowns so far. Not out of the future showdowns though. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so they have to herd. They, okay, so there's a bunch of sheep in a pen and they have like a playing card attached to their necks mm-hmm. somehow. And um, and they have to um, – essentially there's three aces um, yeah. of each color in there. And all the sheeps have their names spray painted onto their back. Yep. The council members stand up on like an elevated podium and yell down to their teammates which sheeps they have to get the cards yes. off. But they're at sort of like, it's hard to see the names on the sheep because you're not above the sheep when you're in the pen. Yes. Um, and also everyone's screaming. Um, so the sheep have to deal with all of this. Kids screaming, running after them and trying to grab something around their neck. Yep. 
which is not something you could get away with today. No. <laughs> Legally, no. I think, right? Like, yeah. I mean, also, <laughs> kids could get trampled. Apart from like I the, cared less about the kids than the sheep. Yeah, no, I mean, but apart from the <laughs> sheep point of view, it's a safety thing as well for yeah. the human children that are in there as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's fucked. It's and they're like they're like putting their whole weight on these sheep, like grab, like climbing onto their backs, like arms wrapped around their necks. Yeah, it's fucked. Yeah. Anyway. So my dream way of how this would have played out would have been um, green upper class. Blue yes. merchants, red cooks, yellow laborers would have been my personal preference for this. That is not how it turned <laughs> out, though. The way it turned out is uh, yellow were upper class. The tiny kids. The tiny children. Because of Colton. Because yes. he's not scared to fucking he's a run straight at yeah. an animal's neck. Um, blue were merchants, green were cooks, and red were um, laborers. Luckily, green have moved up. Thank God, Green, they're getting 25 cents now. Fucking finally. Now, the prize for this was um, they get to pick between one singular microwave Mm -hmm. and a a bit of cocoa. Yeah, a barrel of cocoa. A barrel of cocoa or 40 hot pizzas. What Mm -hmm. would you have chosen? I – well, it's hard because they say they, like, yell that – that you can't microwave anything. Even Sophia yells that you can't, there's nothing that you can microwave. Yeah. They probably, everything's metal anyway. Yeah. You know? So maybe the pizzas. Yeah, I would have chosen the pizzas. Also, think of how big these children are. They can't eat a full pizza. But it's yeah. cold enough that the pizza's not going to go off. Yeah, and it's going to be nice. Yeah. Anyway, they're just all screaming. You can have pizza, for, you can just have pizza for a bit. Yeah. For like, a, for a day you could eat it for the whole meal every meal in that day it Those is children would be like so happy if you're a kid it's like a pizza party you'd be like <laughs> thank fuck i've been eating nuts i'm hungry i've had nuts for brunch and one chicken soup <laughs> um yeah with every topping you can imagine yeah says josh we're saying is his yeah. name um yeah well it's it's hard that the council members they get into a bit of a fight about this one yes and then mike says Mike is Mike wants the pizzas. Yeah. And he says, it'll ruin the town. And Laurel says, it'll ruin the town if we don't give them pizza? <laughs> Which, true. Anyway, they decide to go with the microwave because it is the more permanent option. And they also do get hot chocolates with that. Yeah, but Which seems I'd be to be the off. only thing that they can make with the microwave. I'd be pissed off considering I can't have dairy very much. I'd be like, okay, so wait, you're going to pick... You, then you can't have a pizza. Oh, I'd eat a pizza. But I can't, That's just your choice then. Yeah, but I can't drink... This is all lactose intolerant people. I can't drink like a cup of milk. <laughs> but then you have or hot I can water. Have a little bit of cheese. You can have hot water, a little bit of milk. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. So also, I just don't understand... Also I won't have a full cup of milk, sorry. but I also won't accept it if it's not a full cup sorry, of milk. I don't... Like, I also don't want the... Like, what's one, one microwave? One singular microwave isn't going to do fuck all. It'll make hot chocolates for people. I think it's a nice treat to have hot chocolates. That'll warm you up on a yeah, cold night. Yeah, but surely, like, surely the microwave isn't going to make the hot chocolates. The cocoa is. Yeah, but then you warm it up in the microwave. Wouldn't you do it on the stove so you can make heaps with the milk and stuff? Where then are you they can warm milk up the from? milk. You're the one who's saying you don't want a hot chocolate if it's not a full cup of milk. Put the milk in the microwave, heat it up. Mm, I don't think I don't <laughs> think they heat up milk in the microwave. Does it not go gross in the microwave milk? No, well, you wouldn't do it. That's over how the you stove? make a hot chocolate, brother. I mean, that's I one of the ways. 
I don't know. I think that's on the back of the Milo tin. Anyway, (laughs) they decide they're going to go with the microwave and um, people are upset about this and Taylor just fucking screams at them. Yes. And I love it. She's not afraid to scream. She loves to scream. I love that in a young girl. Know your place and make your place. If it's not your place, just scream anyway. (laughs) Um, And she says, President Bush has to be bossy and mean sometimes to run the country. Um, because that is her idol, is President Bush. Yes, she loves President Bush so much. Um, and then we see some shots of Mallory. Um, now Mallory has, Mallory's was, um, she's in, what's she doing? She doesn't have to work in, um, she just does everything, but they're merchants now. So she's running the shop and she's just running the shop anyway. Um, and we see... We see a shot of her and Sophia talking about this bag. And Sophia's like, I'll give you five cents for it. And then you just see Mallory with this bag, just sort of punching it, hitting it. And she's like, mm, 25 cents. <laughs> <laughs> she's like nine or something. And then you just get a shot of Sophia. And Sophia goes, I can't stand that kid. <laughs> just in the way of all these things that Sophia wants to purchase. I love her little Mallory. And then um, because they're in the middle of the desert, there is a sandstorm, I guess, a dust storm. Yeah. They call it a twister. Yeah. There's no way it's a twister, right? I mean, I don't think a twister is a, is a, um, what do you call those? Is a twister a heart? What are those called? I don't know. A twister's the. F- they go, they spin. Yeah, for I sure. I don't know. It can't be a twister because they wouldn't, like, it can't be whatever the thing I'm thinking of is. The, 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 the around, thing that, know. the, like. The thing storm chases chase. Yeah. Um, no. Well, it's enough wind to knock over several of the outhouses. It's just a big whirly-whirly. It's, it's a huge whirly-whirly. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, <laughs> anyway, the outhouses fall over. Um, and uh, this is a quote. The stench is unbearable. Yes. Gross. But, well, I mean, yeah, it, shit and piss has been just poured all, poured over, the all over the ground. What that do you think rank. it's going to smell like? Well, it's unbearable, Danielle. It would be. Anyway, so everyone goes and hides and the older kids go to tip the outhouses back up and then they all just stand there just leaning over and dry reaching because <laughs> it's clearly disgusting. Yeah. Um, and then they and then they decide they're going to let people vote for who gets the gold star. People are going to – they can come in and make a case. Um, Greg walks in and says, it should be me. Yes. <laughs> um, a lot of people walk in and say it should be Morgan – who, again, has gotten almost no screen time. Yes. But everyone's like, Morgan, Morgan, Morgan. Yes. And then Olivia comes in and says it should be her younger sister, Mallory. Yes. Who's, who's, it will be her birthday on that day. Yes. And she's been really stressed, upset at all the swearing, and has still been running that shop, even though she's tiny. Yeah, which, I mean, I would say, I would say you can probably definitely bake a cake. <laughs> I think you can bake a cake and have a party. Yeah. I think that, I think it's kind of, I think it's a little bit shitty to give it to somebody just because it's their birthday over people who've been working real hard. Um, but it's not just about that. Like they say, it's um, it's she's she's just because she's small. She's still been doing a lot of effort. Even yeah, like you know raking that flower. Well, no one else. She's <laughs> trying to help, man. <laughs> Surely it's about what she's trying to do and not the result, which is nothing. But. <laughs> I'm still sure there's still flour all so over the ground. Question about the shops. Mm. Do you reckon at the end of the day they are counting the tills and making sure that no money's gone missing? Or do you think the children are <laughs> just pocketing that money? 
Well, I don't know what they do with the money. I'll be skimming some money off the top <laughs> if we don't have to calculate how the money at the end of the day. Surely they would have to count it. I don't know. We never found out about that. We did never find out. The answer, there's no, it wasn't in the AMA? Yeah, nah. Let's find Michael. I'd be skimming I'll message him on Reddit. Yeah, you can do that. Hey, brother. Um. Anyway, yeah, so Mallory wins. Um. And then we get to, I don't know, this is the one where Taylor starts crying. Yes. Okay, it's yes. this one because okay. everyone starts screaming at Taylor again. They're yeah. like, your shit. Because she doesn't do anything. Like she doesn't, no. like, it's also like she doesn't do anything. She doesn't tell anybody in her group to do anything. Because I also think she knows that she can't tell people to do stuff if she's doing nothing. Yeah. It's better than yeah. bossing people around when you're being lazy. Yeah. I think she's what she's doing is quite noble, actually. Okay. I knew this would become the case. <laughs> Sorry, I'm sticking up for a 10-year-old girl. Okay. Who, know, who knows her value. Um, <laughs> anyway, yeah, Mallory wins the gold star and I pretty much almost start crying because she's so cute. She's so little and she gets to call her parents and yeah, she's so excited to talk to her parents. It's so cute. That is cute. I would like to have been. I think that Mallory's got a good deal too because she's in there with her sister. Yes, for sure. Yeah. That's a good deal. For sure. And, all, you know, Morgan can get the gold star next time. Yeah, maybe. Like, they're not going to give the gold star to someone twice, are they? I don't think so. No. So she can just get it another time. That's fine. Yeah. Relax, brother. You know? Okay. I keep saying brother now. Have you noticed that? Yeah, have I, I have. talked about that? You called Mark brother earlier. Yeah, I just keep saying brother. I don't know <laughs> where it's come from. <laughs> and that brings us to the end of the third episode of... Kid Nation, which we decided we were going to edit, like, sorry, we're going to, what do you call it? Oh, no. Review three episodes at once. What? Review three episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that what was three episodes. Huh? What are you reading? You've gone like, oh, no. <laughs> and looked at your phone. I, someone's trying to ruin our relationship with. <laughs> what? In the One reviews? One of the reviews, yeah. Okay, what have they said? <laughs> oh, God. I <laughs> overheard Naomi bitching about Danielle at a local cafe. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so there's two. The first one is um, from Jake Bowley of Great Britain. Okay. That's all across the freaking world. That is. Um, amazing. Never watched The Bachelor and will not watch, but enjoy listening to Danielle Raw Comedy National Champion <laughs> and Naomi. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that is all right. Fuck you, Jake Thank Bowley. Thank you so much, Jake. It's lovely to be recognized. This one's even worse. <laughs> I don't want to read this What's yet. this one? <laughs> I don't want to read it out. I read it out. Okay. It's from J.B. Morse from the US of A. <laughs> so, you know, you know what the USA is like. He's fake news. Okay, yeah. All right. The review, the title is Pod Very Good But Lies Are Bad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Podcast is very good. But in the most recent episode, Naomi tells Danielle she was outvoted in killing her in an online game of werewolf. But it's very clear from the stream that only one werewolf suggests Danielle's name before Naomi smiles and gives a thumbs up. How dare you? Hope the pod can recover from this clear betrayal. You fucking bitch. Oh, that's not how I remember it. Well, that's convenient, <laughs> isn't it? JB Morse, fuck you, no, brother. No, fuck you, Naomi. <laughs> and thank you for bringing to light the truth, JB. <laughs> I cannot believe you. 
We didn't. We buried I this hatchet. Saved your life. I was playing a murderer, Danielle. Yeah, and then I'm glad I killed you. I'm <laughs> glad I killed you later on. Yeah, and then you got killed for it. I don't even care. But I Look killed you first, didn't I? Look what you've done, JB. <laughs> killed you. Okay, this week's song is honestly we had a lovely time singing this. Oh, what um, a delight! It's the first time we've sung in the same room in, in months. In months, because usually Danielle she'll send me the file. Yep. With her singing and, and I leaving leave spaces. Some, she leaves me gaps. <laughs> and then I fill in those gaps. But this time we can really bounce off each other, you know? Yeah. So this song, we thought um, we would choose like a country-ish song. Yeah. Because obviously we're in the desert for Kid Nation. So the song this week is called Whiskey on the Mississippi, of mm. course, by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech. And the description Kevin has written this week is, with a jumping bass and offbeat syncopation, this is straight from Memphis. Beale Street? <laughs> The Hammond organ and electric guitar play together as longtime friends, while the melody changes hands from guitar to organ to electric piano. And that's it. Amazing. One of his more literal, um, you know, straightforward descriptions. Yeah. Usually it's like um, uh, P in a pod is walking down the street talking to his friend who's a saxophone. That's usually the type of description. <laughs> and that's what this sounds like. <laughs> um, all right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, guys. Um, oh, you can you can watch Kid Nation on YouTube for free. Yeah, all the episodes if you are on watch there. along. It is really good. It's genuinely real fun. It's very entertaining. It's before they'd figured out reality TV. Yeah, before they actually before manufactured drama. Yeah, so it's good. There's no affairs in this. I would hope so. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. bye. Kid Nation, bitch. Kid Nation, bitch. Kid Nation, bitch. Kid Nation, bitch. Kid, kid, kid Nation, bitch. Kid, kid, kid Nation. It's Kid Nation, bitch. A kid nation bitch. Kid nation bitch. Kid nation bitch. Kid nation bitch. Yeah. Ooh, kid nation bitch. 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 Oh wow, 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 wow. Kid Nation, bitch. Kid Nation, bitch. Kid Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.